Welcome to another episode of Building a Leadership Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki C., all the way from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. We have an amazing guest for you today, and I'm super excited as we continue to grow our network, our community, and just every day I'm in multiple meetings a day, probably um, I would say about 10 the last week each day. Um, and that's just because I am looking to connect with just some amazing people doing amazing things and seeing how they can um, help our audience with just hope and give them just another perspective of what life, you know, has thrown at us and how we have been able to overcome these uh, journeys, right? Um, this is brought to you by Bomb Global and the Connected Leaders Academy. Um, just another announcement that we are actually... Um, we actually have locked in our new sponsor. He is the tax wizard, Patrick Rude, and his information will come out soon. Super excited for him to join uh, Bomb Global on this journey to getting the word out there on all topics, on all levels. So without further ado, let me introduce to you our very special guest today, and that is Julie Laughling here. So hopefully I pronounced that correctly. She is the co-founder, a catalyst of change, who's always asking for questions, always asking the questions of why not now and why not you? An involved mom who adores her one and only son. She supportively encourages his down encourages him down his own athletic and entrepreneurial path. An inspired motivational speaker and presenter focused on revealing more love and kindness in the world through sharing the stories of overcoming. A passionately driven writer where she expresses her personal imposter story of becoming who you always thought you could never be. Oh my God, that just gave me chills. Uh, a spirit-led business owner who emphasizes the connections with her clients first, so recommendations resonate deeply. A nurturing businesswoman who values the, and cultivates lifelong relationships with her clients, business partners, and friends. An inspiring baker who consistently who is consistently learning how to integrate healthier, fresh ingredients into delicious dishes. If you're always in reflection and judgment of being right or wrong, you, you'll have squandered the intuitive knowing of something, if something is still aligned. Without further ado, let me bring our guest on. Julie, how are you? So happy hey, to have you here. Nikki, I'm so excited. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. We connected through the CLA and um, you have supported me on my online business mindset mania back in December, but like our schedules were like so yeah. crazy. Um, but we still had that connection, whether it was through text, uh, DMs uh, and things like that. And we finally um, got you to speak at our uh, April, which you have impacted everyone in that room with your story. And I just knew we just had to continue this connection some way, shape or form and get you on our podcast to share your story. Cause I believe it's a powerful one. You're amazing. Uh, so you. tell us a little bit about you, where you're from and how did you get to where you are today? Okay. Awesome. Thank you, Nikki. I'm so excited to be here. Um, I love, you know, the CLA group that we've connected in and building the leadership mindset 
awesome group, awesome community that you're building. Um, just really inspired by the work that you're doing. So thank you for having me. Super excited to be here with you. Um, I my story is so interesting, right? It's it's funny. I just walked into my office earlier, and I'm like. You guys, there's a problem with the air handler. I can smell it. We need to call the construction team. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm multi-purpose, you know, construction, personal finance. I can do it. I can do it all. Right. So um, where I am located now is Rochester, New York. I am the co-founder and co-owner of Breathe Capital Planning, as well as BCP Consulting. So our businesses is twofold, Nikki. We work with um, mainly business owners, people that are reestablishing after divorce or traumatic loss. And we're really heavily um, kind of concentrated in the real estate markets as well, meaning that most of our clientele is either coming from divorce or traumatic loss, they're a business owner or entrepreneur, or they're heavily invested in real estate in some capacity. These are the three areas that we specialize in at our Breathe Capital Planning Company. Um, what we do there is we work with people on their personal financial situation to help them really maximize everywhere their money is touching. So that's really sums that up. There's a lot to it, but that's my partner and I, that's the work that we do together collaboratively. Um, what I found as a result of just doing this work with business owners, when I started working with them on their personal um, side, Oftentimes they were like, Julie, this is amazing. Can you also help us within the business? And there would be pieces of the business that, you know, when someone gets into business, Nikki, they usually do really well in a category. So like, for instance, say it's a trade category. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a HVAC person starts a business because he's really good at his trade. What he may not be good at is the infrastructure of the actual business, right? So a lot of times I find really skilled tradesmen or really really people that are just amazing in their space, right? They're rock stars in their space, start a business, but oftentimes they don't have the infrastructure that they need to be long-term sustainable. That's one area of consulting that we do, which is startup. The other area is what I call the level up. They've, you know, businesses that hit a plateau, but they want to continue to grow. So what is it going to take to go from you know, 500,000 to a million or a million to 10 million? That's another category that we work within. And then the, the third category would be the enterprise model, where we have clients that have been owner operators within the business. And they're at a position now where they either want to do succession planning to the next generation, or they want to package it to sell, or possibly what they want to do is continue to operate the business, but really from afar. In an enterprise model, you're taking revenue from the business, but you're not actively participating in the business. Again, that all takes planning and work to actually get there. So those are the areas that we work with people. We are in Rochester, New York, but we are licensed in pretty much every state in the nation right now, which is amazing. So if you're not in my state, if you're not in New York, it doesn't matter. We still can work with you. So that's fun. Um, how I got here, this is kind of a twisty, wild story, right? You asked that question earlier. How did you get to where you are right now? So I'm going to go back in time a little bit with you. So it was probably about, gosh, it's been 11 years now, which I actually can't believe as I'm sitting here with you today, Nikki. About 11 years ago, um, I was in this kind of like a crossroads in my life. I had recently gotten divorced. I was a single mom. My son was young at the time. And I had always been either an independent contractor, you know, a 1099 employee or a business consultant were the two kind of hats that I wore during this period of my life. 
What that required often is I was getting on planes, traveling across the country, working with business owners on either succession planning or increasing overall performance within their company. And I was very involved on the financial aspects of, of these companies. So it was my son's seventh birthday and I knew I had to go to Texas, but I pushed my departure time back as far as I could because his birthday is such a big deal to me. I, I told him once he asked me, mommy, what's your favorite day of the whole year? And I'm like, your birthday. Um, mainly because Jared people, I had a team of doctors tell me that I would probably never be able to conceive and have a child and you, and you're here. So you are my miracle and your birthday is the biggest day for me ever. Right. So he knows that, right. That day I had to go to Texas was probably one of the hardest days of my life, Nikki, because I'm sitting there. My parents drive me to the airport. We had like a little mini party for Jared. We had lunch. We went shopping. We made it really as fun as we could. We had a cake, everything. My parents were dropping me off at the airport because Jared was going to stay with them while I was gone. And my son just started bawling. And my father gets out of the car and he's getting my bag out of the back and he's handing it to me. And my dad is like tough as nails. He's hardcore. He um, was in business for himself for a long time. He ended up being a vice president of a major company and then started his own consulting firm at the age of 50. So my dad is like a rock star, right? He looked at me and he's like, honey, I, you're not going to get any judgment from your mom and I because we really respect you and the work that you do. And we know that you're really successful and well-respected in your category. But like this, and he looks at my son, he looks at me, like there's tears coming down my face. There's He's almost starting to cry. He's like, honey, with your the way that your life has changed, I think it's time for you to make a change. And you know how when someone, when the universe wants to get your attention, Nikki, they will, when the God, when God or the universe, I, I believe in God, when he wants to get your attention, he's going to start knocking on your door through people that you really love and respect. My dad is one of them for me. You know, he's kind of like my hero. He's the person that I've always looked up to my whole life. Um, whenever, when anybody meets me and they say, you remind me of your father, it's the biggest compliment you could give me. So I was like, okay, dad is so right about this. And I, I thought about his words all the way to Texas, right? Dad's right. It's time to make a change. But in my head, sometimes you know how we get stuck in our head. I was stuck thinking... I'm not going to be able to make this kind of money working locally. Like I highly paid and, you know, company car and expense accounts and things of that nature. How am I ever going to replace this in a local organization? I just don't see this happening for what the type of business that I do. So I kind of was ruminating about this, kept thinking about it. When I came home, I was lucky enough to run into my childhood best friend in the grocery store. You know, you lose touch with people because life happens. Um, but we, we got lucky enough to run into each other and we we're like two kids in a candy store jumping up and down in the grocery aisle, like, like complete lunatics. Right. Um, she's like, let's go to, let's go to the park this weekend. Let's get the kids together. You know, I have a little one, you have a little one, let's have them play. And they did, they got along great. Cause we knew they would, she had a little girl, I had a little boy and we just get to talking and she's like, I'm so glad I ran into you. You know, Julie, you've always been that person, even since we were in high school that all of our friends came to for advice. You seem to be really good at figuring out like major life decisions. And I've got a big one on my heart right now. And I was like, I couldn't imagine what she was going to say to me, Nikki, because I knew she was really happily married. She had a beautiful home. She had a little girl. She had, she was in the career of her dreams as a personal trainer. Like 
her life just looked like perfect and she looked amazing. Right. So I'm like, what, what could she possibly say to me right now? It really took me off my feet. My friend looked at me and she's like, I have cancer. It's really serious. And I don't really know what, what I'm going to do about it. I don't, you know, I feel very overwhelmed by what's going on. And I was like, tell me more, tell me more. So we had a real long conversation about what was going on. And she's like, I just don't, you know, there's decisions I need to make. I just don't know what to do. And I was like, what do you want to do? Like, what's important to you? And she's like, I want to be here. I want to live. I want to make it through this. I just looked at her and I said, we're going to fight like hell. That's what we're going to do. We're going to do it together. I'm going to be with there, be with you as much as I can. You know, I'm going to encourage you. We're going to get through this. Like it's going to happen. This is so germane and relevant to my story because as I'm going through this journey with her and it was very challenging, very, very challenging. Unfortunately, you know, I share her story because I want other women to hear this story too, Nikki, because it's important to know this. She had fibroids and fibroids, you're unable to test them for cancer unless they're intact. So you need to remove them intact. Unfortunately, she had elected to have a morselation process where they actually chop up the fibroid in, inside of you and then remove it laparoscopically. If God forbid there's cancer in that, that will spread through your whole body. And in fact, that's actually what happened to my friend. So I share that with all of you today. You know, I keep her name confidential because you know, it's her private business, but I share that with all everyone today to like really be mindful if you are going through fibroid problems, don't do that procedure. It, it's, it's worth it. And trust me when I tell you, I, I believe in this to actually have it taken out intact, which may require a partial or full hysterectomy. And I don't say that lightly, but I think it's an important thing to say. Um, you know, as we kind of went through this journey together, she was encouraging me to make a change in my life because she saw I was stressed out. I was unhappy. I was making really good money, but I was very unfulfilled. And she's like, listen, you could do anything. Like even like the work that you do, think about the work that you're currently doing with these big businesses. You're helping people do succession planning from one generation to the next, right? That's, you talk about this with me all the time. I'm like, you're right. She's like, why wouldn't you do this for individuals? She's like, you'd be great at this. And you know what, Julie, people need your help. This big company, they're not going to miss you. Yeah, yeah, you do a great job. I'm not discounting that, but you're going to leave. You're going to get replaced. And that's the truth. That's when you work in a big corporation, that's what happens. And I said, you know what? She's right. And she really pushed me. It was truly a gift to me to be with her at the end of her life. And she encouraged me to stop living in fear and step into my divine gift, my divine power, whatever you want to call it, to share that with other people. And I told her, hey, listen, I want you to know I'm currently researching what would this take? What what do I want to do? Like, which area do I want to go into? Do I, I actually thought about going into law, like the legal side of things or the financial side? Because my background had been heavily in financial and understanding like overhead and profit margins and those things, I said, I'm going to go financial because I thought I could get up and running much quicker because there was nobody like signed up to like pay my bills, right? <laughs> like, it was like, hey, I'll pay all your overhead for two years while you go to law school and get your act together. So I didn't have that. And as a single person, you really have to think about that. There's, I don't have a backup plan. So while I was working, I actually started working at night and on the weekends to get credentialed and get licensed and started doing the work and actually got everything up and running. Um, 
while doing it part-time, right? Still working my full-time job, still traveling, still being a mom, doing all those things. But I was really inspired to make this change. Fast forward, that was about, gosh, it's been five years now. I can't believe it. Time goes like this, right? So I uh, started working with a couple of companies. I started really on the insurance side of the business, understanding what that what that requires, learning, um, got more into the investments. And then eventually my business partner and I decided to go full fiduciary fee-based financial planning. And we love it. You know, we really want to tap into not only the plan, the analytics behind like how to really help people, but your mindset, Nikki. Like we want to really talk to people about what do you truly believe about money? How were you raised with money? What is getting in the way of you being successful? Because if you tap in and start to ask yourself these questions, we never slow down as Americans. We're always go, 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 go. But if you can slow down for a minute and be mindful and ask yourself the questions, you know internally the, it will be revealed to you. So with that, it's like the human development or human evolution process of, of learning and transfer of knowledge is the first step is awareness. You have to become aware that you're not where you want to be. Once you are aware, then you can either accept it or you can ignore it, right? If you accept, hey, I'm not where I want to be. I want to make a change. Awesome. That's right where, that's right the point that I need to engage with people on. Because until you're aware and you accept that you're not quite where you want to be, it, it it's difficult. And I, I see people along the continuum of this and I'll tell people, hey, you know what? It's okay. When you're ready, we'll be here. Let us know. So that's how I got here. I know it's kind of a long story, but that's no, it. I love, I love that you kind of gave us where you're at right now and mm -hmm. then what it took to get there. Because a lot of times we uh, talk about what it takes to get there, but we were so anxious to get into where we are now yep. that we leave out a lot of important things. And I think your story um, holds just the same amount of weight as when I first heard it. Um, uh, back in our April uh, mm -hmm. uh, dominate, I believe, uh, session. And you really took that one conversation you had with your dad and that mm -hmm. one conversation you had with your friend. And you said, what can I do? Like, I need mm -hmm. to start listening, right? We need to start paying attention yep. to what is being said around us. Obviously there are things that we we don't need to pay attention to, right? Right. But if something hits some heartstrings, like right mm -hmm. there on the spot, you really have to take time to assess it, evaluate it, see what that's going to do for you. And, and another thing I wanted to point out is that we share something very much in common um, about, you know, having our sons. My son mm -hmm. is my hugest why why do what we do and you know just the importance of him knowing that i am gonna be there uh for every moment and that's what we try to create as moms as entrepreneurs you know whether men and women is how can i have more time back how mm -hmm. can i have uh, the control of what i do when i want to do it with who i want to do it with and all that process and Another thing that you really highlighted was we have all these skills and we, we've went to school for all these things to make someone else a, a, a lucrative income. Mm -hmm. And we're never thinking about ourselves. We just kind of stay comfortable in that spot, in that lifestyle of just 
punching in that time card and punching out and not really looking at those things that affect us during that journey because some there's very unhealthy uh, individuals living in a workspace that is miserable and there's no uh, growth, no end in mind and really knowing what our purpose are. That's why I love when you said about awareness, we have to be aware yeah. of finding those things out. So I loved everything you said, you. definitely hit home. I think people really need to read or listen between those lines of what you were really trying to deliver uh, to our audience today. And I just want to thank you. We are going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and we're going to dive into it a little bit deeper um, on uh, this imposter story uh, yes. that I want to know a little bit more about. So we're going to go and take a moment and listen to our sponsor. Okay. Hi, my name is Jose Escobar, and I'm the founder and CEO of the Connected Leaders Academy. We're a growing tribe, a community of entrepreneurs all over the world, globally, all across the country, high performers, titans of industry. If you're an entrepreneur and you're looking to grow personally and professionally, scale your influence, develop your skill sets, move the needle in your business, more clients, more money, more profit, the bottom line, and of course, grow your circle and your network like never before, this is where you want to be. Join the Connected Leaders Academy today. We are scaling massively. We want to welcome you in. Check me out on Instagram and on Facebook, the at symbol JASCO25. We look forward to having you join us. Take care. Hello, everyone. We are back here with Julie from Breathe uh, Capital Planning and who she is, where she came from. Definitely, if you're just jumping on, go back and uh, listen to the full story because it's just so impactful. Um, a passionate driver, uh, driven writer, where she expresses her personal imposter story of becoming who you always thought you could be, you could never be. Uh, mm -hmm. Is that a title of your book? Yeah. Yes, it wow. is. Mm -hmm. Wow. Tell us how that came about and what people can really look forward to uh, in reading that book. Yep. So it's, you know, you, I remember when I shared early on, you know, when you're excited and you share your dream, you, you actually, sometimes you, you, you look for reaction and other people that are maybe close to you or that you're just excited. You're like, this is my dream. This is what I want to do. This is what I think I could do. I actually had a few people tell me, you'll never be able to do that. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, if you knew me, you would know that that sounded a lot like a challenge and I'm going to be sure to do it. And I'm going to be sure to do it at the highest level I can do it at. And you might want to sit down, take several seats and watch me do it because I'm going to do it. Um, but it's interesting to me because, you know, sometimes we give away our power, Nikki, um, by just getting opinions of other people, a lot of times what we don't understand is that they are sharing with you a projection of how they feel about themselves. It isn't that they didn't think I could do it. It's that they could never see themselves doing that. And so it becomes, oh my gosh, why would you try to do that? That's so hard. Like that's what they're thinking, but it comes off in a way to like judge or, or shame you or to shut you down. And I would encourage you to kind of dig deeper through that and actually 
when I talk about having more kindness and empathy for people, I say, you know, that's their perspective. That's where they're coming from, but that has nothing to do with me and my skills and abilities. They don't know me on that level and that's okay. They may know me as a friend. They may know me as an associate, but they don't really know me. And a lot of people don't know us. They don't know your heart. They don't know what you've been through. They don't know your whole story. They don't know your drive, your determination. They don't know it. So I encourage people to like be, be mindful when you're sharing that because there will be people around you that will try to take you off path, you know, especially when you're stepping into something, a, a role that you feel is divinely sent to you that is like going to change lives. There's going to be a counterweight to that. You know, there's, there's, there's the good and there's the evil that's in the world, right? So when you really step into this position where you really want to get out there and really help people in a very unique way, there's going to be counterweight to that, to try to pull you back, to say, no, you can't do that. Or who do you think you are? <laughs> it's, I get that a lot. So um, I think I'm Julie. I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm any different than anybody else other than I made a decision and I planned and I did the work. And here I am. So I did definitely, and this is something that I think is important. You and I have talked about this like off air and just as friends, as, as collaborators, how important it is to really be mindful if you're going to start a business to try to create some level of cash reserve. Like this, it wasn't, this didn't happen overnight for me. This is something that I really thought about before I engaged and jumped in. And what I tried to do wasn't successful, but I tried to do it. I tried to build two years cash reserve underneath me. So if it completely imploded or if I went through struggle times or if it just didn't work as I thought it was going to, I would at least have enough money to pay all of my bills, right? That I know is a very tough thing to build two years of cash reserve. I actually didn't achieve quite that goal. I had about a year and a half, but I worked really intensely in that year and a half to get my earnings up to a level that I could kind of stay even keel. And then once I hit even keel, it was like, okay, let's go to the next level and the next level and the next level. But what I don't do is I, I never in my mind, because I've watched other business owners do this over time. I never am like, okay, I'm going to go from zero to 10 million in a year. That's actually, you know, it's, I mean, it could be realistic, depends on your business model. That could actually happen. I'm not saying it couldn't, but like think of doing incremental increases. If you set these incremental increases that are a little bit more realistic, it's more likely to be more inspiring to you because as you hit those numbers, you can also celebrate and be grateful. And that celebration and grateful gratitude can actually propel you to the next level and to the next level. And I, I just feel like that that is somewhat of a better strategy, but I just wanted to share that because it's something that you and I have talked about offline. Um, that it's an important part of my story that I don't gloss over that. Like, this is something that if you're going to be really real with people, you need to tell them what it actually takes to, to really get there. Yeah. Especially when you're a single person and you have a family, you have to like, there's no backup plan for me. I have to really, you know, be mindful of what I'm doing. It's my family's future. Yeah, for sure. So becoming who you always thought you could never be was yeah. basically someone who challenged you and you said, you know what, I'm not going to not produce what I said I was going to produce. So I just yeah. want to say thank you for not listening to those opinions. And mm -hmm. it, it brings me back to my first speech ever on a stage in front of people that I didn't know, uh, that 
I thought for a quick second, I wasn't even worthy to be in the room. Like, what did I have to offer? And these are things that, you know, as humans, as people that have been, you know, shut down before, judged on and shamed for whatever reason, we start building these ideals that are not really, that don't really exist. Uh, but to just touch base on gathering people's opinions and either accepting them as your own. Um, I talked about validation. Like, mm -hmm. why are we always giving um, someone else the, the power to validate what God has downloaded for us, mm -hmm. what God has made us, our gifts, our purpose. So that was like my first breakthrough to say, you know what? Um, I don't know why I'm here or why I'm mm -hmm. in this community, but I'm here for a reason. 100%. Let's now take action and make something happen, whatever that looks like. So that was just something that just really stuck out to me uh, because mm -hmm. there's so many times that we have that inner hater, which I call that, that voice in our head uh, that tells us that we're not uh, good that we can never do anything because sometimes it's our own self sabotage. It, it's right. not even, I, and sometimes we are as confident um, to kind of put someone's opinion in a file folder and we just never look at it again. But it's really our inner voice that kind of takes us away from those possibilities, from those actions. So I love that what you have incorporated in your business is adding that mindset element. Yes. Um, we have to have a good mindset on our money, on our relationships, on just every on part of life. Right? On ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. So you have bring just some amazing, amazing uh, new perspectives to mm -hmm. our uh, show. And I just want to absolutely thank you for that. But how can mm -hmm. people um, get a hold of you? How mm -hmm. can they connect with you? Sure. So um, we have our website up and running. We're so excited about that because it took us some time because um, I'm like the action person in our relationship and my partner is like the perfectionist. So if you've ever had a dynamic between action and perfectionist, it's like, uh, but we finally got it up. It's um, www.breathe, B-R-E-A-T-H-E, capital C-A-P-I-T-A-L, planning. P-L-A-N-N-I-N-G.com. And you can also reach me directly at area code 585-703-0245. That is our business text line. Um, you can feel free to send a message to set up an appointment. Um, we also, on our website, there is a Calendly link. Um, can't even speak today, but you can also set up a consult. So, you know, for any of your listeners, any of your um, people that we're affiliated with, what I do offer within our groups is a complimentary consult. If you just wanted to learn more about what we do, or if you just had a simple question that you wanted to get answered, feel free to set up a Calendly meeting with me. I will gladly answer that question. Um, and we also would, if you're interested, we would you know, take you through exactly how we work with people. That's usually a 30 minute consult and um, take it from there. I really am a big believer in alignment, Nikki. I believe that who's really aligned with me and who's for me is actually, it's just gonna organically happen. My job is to put us out there and to share with people and to educate people that, hey, there's someone, there's people out here that are doing things a little bit differently than the 
than the norm or what's what's currently available. This is a different way of looking at it. It's not only the analytics behind what's the optimal position for your money in all these categories and have you covered your risk. But in addition to that, it's your mindset and how do these two things work together to help you achieve your goals that you may have been hitting your head against the wall, figuring like, why do I, why do I keep getting into debt? Why do, why can I not save money? Or why are my investments not really what I want them to be? Or you may even have the epiphany of why am I, why am I in this job that I'm not happy with when I really want to own my own business? We kind of open up the world of possibility for people to say, if you're not happy, you can make a change. That's what's amazing about this country. It's what's amazing about being a human being. Anyone at any time can decide to be who they've always wanted to be. And that's like my life is testimony of that. Like I wasn't happy. I made major changes in my life that included, you know, getting divorced. It included, you know, becoming a single mom. It included doing things that I never in a million years, Nikki, if I, if you were to ask me 20 years ago, would I be here? I would have never have seen this, but I just stayed open to the possibility and I stayed open to the calling that I felt like was being put on my heart by a higher power. Yeah. And I'm like, I think it's time for me to step into this. It's time for me by me doing this, by me being brave enough to share my story and be vulnerable and be up, be open and be open to criticism. It allows other people in the world to actually step into their light too. So it's a, you know, it's kind of like a transfer effect. Yeah, it's as simple as it gets. It's really just allowing yourself to be ready for whatever life has to throw at you. And it's yep. the way you do that is through, you know, not just having an idea, but getting in community with people, having a coach, having people that are where you're at and where you want to are where you want to go right um because we have to know where we're at first to know where we want to go and utilize our current um our current status our current experience mm -hmm. to create something as you're on that journey you don't have to wait till things are perfect like you can start now like literally when i connect with people like i get these instant downloads just listening to their stories who they are what their passions are and am able to create a, a, a blueprint to say, hey, this is what you should be doing because you're always gonna speak it. You're always gonna hear someone really say it if you give them the chance to say it out loud and give them the floor with no interruption and make sure that those opportunities are available if you have those platforms that can create that so thank you for everything uh that you're doing julie i love that you gave your phone number i think this is the fourth phone number we got uh this week and last week uh i love when people are just an open book and say hey this is how you can get a hold of me there mm -hmm. is no excuse why we are in the same place if we have these uh, podcast that we listen to, this news that we listen to, and people are saying that they're available and they have the answers that you're looking for, a 30-minute call can change your life. And sure I just, um, I, I definitely enjoyed meeting your partner and can't wait to collaborate with you and yeah, see what doors we're open uh, will open for us. And, and there's just so much more work to do. And you're doing an amazing job. I want to give you the, the last few minutes to kind of give uh, 
you know, some advice to our listeners about just taking action and the mindset that they need to have um, to, to really get that fire lit? Yeah. One thing that I ask people, and it's usually in literally my first uh, 30 minutes of talking to them. And so I don't really give them a lot of heads up or warning that it's coming, <laughs> but it's pretty cool. I actually ask them and I, I ask them to really, I want them to take some time to get mindful with this. We are big. We are the medium that my partner Noah and I both use is journaling. It's been very powerful for us to reveal certain things, even problems. If we're trying to solve a complex problem, we'll actually both journal and then come back with our notes and be like, Hey, we found an answer. So there's a lot that can be revealed in this way. If you don't like to write, I'd encourage you to voice text yourself to your notes on your phone. This is also a very powerful medium, but I want you to really think about, and this is really a foundational question that we ask, what is your why? Like, why are you putting your feet on the floor every day and either going to your job or going into your business or what is your why? What inspires you every single day? I think to get really clear with that will really reveal some things to you. So that's actually one of our first questions. The other question that that we like to ask is, um, what do you truly believe about money? Like, what's the truth that you hold about money? It can be positive. It can be negative. It can be something that's been transferred down to you from other generations. But really, what do you believe to be true about money? And actually write that out or speak that out so you can actually hear what you say. And you're going to uncover some things that you may not have realized. It's on a subconscious level, but it's there. And so those are just a couple of things on the mindset side that we would start with. On the analytical side, one thing to do, and this is a tip and trick that I give to people, is quarterly do an audit of anything that you have on an auto pay. So literally, you know, pull up your statements or your or your accounts or whatever, and actually just go through what are you auto paying? Does it still, if it still resonates with you and it's really helpful to you, whether it be, you know, the Calendly app or it's uh, or it's pot or it's um podcasts or whatever it is that you're paying for, or maybe it's um Spotify. My business partner loves Spotify. If it still resonates with you and it really is doing something for you, keep it. If it isn't currently resonating, it needs to go. Take that money that you would have been spending on that and reallocate that to areas, either towards high interest debt or towards a savings account. So those are just a couple of tips that I could think of right off the top of my head that would, I think, be impactful and helpful to your listeners today. Yeah, that is awesome. And you did say something that I kind of wanted uh, to pull uh, together because it's so funny that it, it you said it separately, but I was able to put them together. It's how do you feel? It's first of all, journaling and putting things on paper, our thoughts, our feelings, and really reading them back to yourself and really saying, well, what uh, is, what are my thoughts really sharing with me? But then you also talked about what is your, the second question was, what is your relationship with money? Mm -hmm. um, so what I've learned in a, um, in a mastermind, a manifestation mastermind was that uh, they told me to do a, uh, a, a letter, to write a letter to money. And, you know, what, do you want to do? Like, how do you want to see money in your life? And what is your relationship? And, you know, forgive it or whatever it was. So I actually wrote two letters to money. And since then, I was able to kind of 
see it in a different light and still always working on how I can obviously, um, you know, clear out debt and all that type of stuff, mm -hmm. right? So it's a working progress. It's not something that yeah. happens overnight and you need to have these tools and these elements surrounding you so that you're aware um, and that you are re reaching those financial goals that you want to reach so that you can do more because that's really what it's for. It's for, you know, to serve more, to, um, to share more. It, it just yeah. goes on and on. Uh, it's infinite. And it's definitely doable, something that you shouldn't be scared of. You know, even like you said, going and looking at your statement, sometimes you go and say, did I really need that? Oh, my did gosh. Really yeah. I so found something <laughs> recently like, listen, I practice what I preach. I do. And I just found something that I was like, oh, I thought I canceled that like six months ago. Oh, my gosh. And like, I'm someone that like, I'm a little spooky because we have multiple accounts, as you can imagine, owning businesses. So we have, we have two accounts there and then I have three of my own accounts and I literally real time, I know what my, my balance is everywhere. And my business partner jokes with me. He's like, you're scary when it comes to the numbers and the, the knowing like exactly where we are. But I was measured on that for so many years. Like mm. that's what I did. I was business development. So, you know, I would have the CEO of the company maybe want to call me up and ask me what's going on in my area. Like, where are my numbers? So I am trained to know my numbers. So it's just, it just comes from actually just doing it so often. Um, it's actually a skill that I'm really proud to say that I've transferred to my son, which I mean, the impact of that is massive. And him having a really great understanding of even in his business now, I said, dad and I are covering your overhead save 80 and spend 20. But if you always save 80% of the business coming in, you're going to be in a really good spot. He listened to me and was able to save up 50% towards his SUV that he wanted to buy at age 16. So, I mean, that's huge. Like, and this knowledge and this learning that we can do as adults can really help this next generation. Absolutely. Wouldn't that be amazing to make an impact on this next generation as they come forward? Because listen, those are going to be the people that take care of us. So if we can make an impact and not gatekeep information and actually share information and be open with it, I think this is just, it's just massive. There's no limit to the, the trajectory of the changes that we can make when it comes to this information. And that, that inspires me. Yeah. And that's definitely a game changer. Thank you for spotlighting that where not to keep the information that we are blessed with that we have been investing in is not for ourselves it's not to keep mm -hmm. it's to pay it sure. forward so i love that thank you so much for your time julia has been absolutely amazing getting to know you uh definitely contact her connect with her let's get our money right our mindset right with money um and uh scale and do all these amazing things that uh we are put here to do so thank you for listening to another episode of building a leadership mindset podcast brought to you by the connected leaders academy and bomb global have a great day and as i always say make it count thank you nikki